when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Mistakes. They're only bad if you don't learn from them. Now, there are different levels of bad. You could put the wrong creamer in your coffee bad, or the Three Mile Island nuke the east coast of the United States bad. But if you live to tell about it, You can always learn something if you want to. So, have you ever just spaced a meeting? Well, I just did that twice. I had a meeting scheduled with somebody at the same place a week apart and forgot them both. I was going to have coffee with a new Raleigh buddy, Chip Royce. We get together at the coffee shop in between where we live, so it's not just around the corner for either of us. We periodically meet to brainstorm theories on getting potential customers' attention, and it's always enlightening and just plain fun. I spaced the first meeting, and Chip graciously said, hey, let's reschedule. The next week, a text saying, are you on your way, got me singing the Britney Spears song, Oops, I did it again. Anyways. So I panicked, apologized again, and asked him to wait and hopped in my car and rushed to the coffee shop. Luckily, another mutual friend of ours, Sarah Finity, showed up and entertained Chip while he was waiting on me. Sarah stayed, and the networking commenced. Although Chip and I tried to solve as many world problems in an hour meeting, which usually goes two or more, this one had sort of a networking theme. How can networking generate business? Networking is a tool for meeting people. It can be performed online or in person and has real costs of time and often some money. For example, the gas I had to spend to get there and the coffee. There's so many free and paid options. You can find lots of free-flowing or slightly structured meetings. You can also find highly targeted ones that are totally structured like BNI or Vistage. Finally, there are those one-on-one meetings, like I had with Chip and Sarah, and I also do those about two to three times a week. I call them get-to-know-you Zooms. All of those have one cost that is either overlooked or avoided. Time. If we have more money than time, we may fall for the unnetworking traps. These can be disguised as lead generation services, list scrubbing tools, even AI business matchmaking tools. Ooh, Tinder for business. A CRM is a great tool to pay for, but if you and your staff are not habitually using it, it can get stale and expensive. Unless you have a paper and an abacus, you pay for accounting in the form of software, staff, or companies, and freelancers. CPAs, or Certified Public Accountants, are limited in the data 
that you collect and provide them with. I'm sure you track expenses down to the penny, but do you track you and your staff's networking time? So how much does it take to acquire a new customer? It's a very findable number if you add up all the tools and expenses you pay for. Often overlooked is the staff or C-level time to network. Having a one-on-one meeting or talking with referrals costs time. We tend to lump that time that we spend networking, relationship building, and meetings in a general category like cost of goods sold. It's generally recorded as salary, but rarely tracked as a system. That means you want to track the time consumed on an initial meeting or a networking event, and then track the time for follow-ups, relationship building, and proposals or invoicing. It sounds like a lot of extra work, but it's helpful to know the actual cost of acquiring new business relationships. The main point here is to track ROI. Now, I think of ROI as three different kinds. ROI number one, relationships on the internet. Using a tool or a CRM like Nimble, you can create a record of who you meet, the date of the meeting, and time spent. ROI number two, record of interest. Then you can add notes for every subsequent interaction. That way, you not only have a way to track the time, but you also have a record of interactions. This could be useful if you need to reassign the relationship to another person or department. And ROI number three, it's the one we all think about, return on investment. In B2B business, it can take months, even years, to build enough of the know, like, and trust to turn a contact into a referral or a customer. If you know the time it takes, you can use that as a template planning tool, and accounting information to evaluate the long-term and lifetime ROI of each customer. Now, every business is different, but who tends to network depends on the company size. Small businesses lean towards their owners getting out to network. Mid-sized businesses count on the sales team to get out there and meet people. Large companies generally use trade shows, conferences, and more to spread their corporate gospel. C-level people can join peer groups. All are valid and helpful. There's no reason why someone in accounting, the shop floor, or even the C-suite can't and should not be given the time and encouragement to network. It can be with an association, chamber of commerce, or something even less business-focused like Rotary or United Way. All have some value to you, your business, and the business community at the same time. Documenting interactions and meeting with your team to discuss can do more than just create business. It can help you and everybody in your business get the pulse of the current business climate and the community at large. Now I want to leave you with some final thoughts. 
Even though I showed up late to the meeting with Chip and ultimately Sarah, it was time well spent. We all had questions and answers, and I gained a better understanding of the Raleigh business community, its key players, and most important, the idea for this podcast. Oh, and I had a branded gift that Chip found for me on a free cycle style website. That's where people find things and just give it away if you can pick it up. So when I showed up to the meeting, he presented me with this sign that said, I heart bacon. and was made out of wood, kind of looked like, you know, old farm style or something like that. But I do. Building authentic connections online or in-person networking is one of the best ways to grow your business. So let me leave you with this final quote. Technology is a compulsive and addictive way to live. Verbal communication cannot be lost because of a lack of skill. The ability to listen and learn is key to mastering the art of communication. If you don't use your verbal skills and networking, it will disappear rapidly. Use technology wisely. That's basketball coach Rick Patino. So with that thought, make sure you're reaching out to me on LinkedIn and give this podcast a review on iTunes. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>